When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. What is up, party people? Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I am your host, Caitlin. Obviously, I feel like I have been saying that for so long. Maybe I need to come up with a new tagline. Would love to hear your opinions on this. So take a screenshot, tag me, let me know what you all think I could be saying besides always introducing myself as the host, Caitlin. Maybe I could make it fun and silly, or we could even do a client shout out. So if you end up uh, creating one that I love, I will absolutely give you credit and thanks ahead of time. So I thought that that would be a fun little exercise to switch things up today. I am really excited about this week's episode actually because my friend, my colleague, friend of mine, and I were chatting about this topic yesterday and I think it's one that a lot of business coaches don't talk about and most of the time things like abundance and manifestation can outweigh some of the logic behind marketing. And I find that extremely challenging when I work with a lot of spiritual, holistic entrepreneurs and we do see life so differently, but how can we also keep the balance of what's the market ready for? How can we meet our clients where they are currently at? And that means, you know, financially, education wise and it can still be uncomfortable but still allowing you and your business to meet the market where it's at is extremely important and a lot of this is trial and error early on in business so that's why a lot of coaches don't have programs around this because each business is different just like each human is different and that's why when we approach our business 
the businesses that we work with with Meraki, whether it's on our management side of the company, of our agency, or if it's more of the one-on-one each person is addressed as the individual just like their business is all individualistic so each you know clientele is treated differently even if our clients sometimes have overlap in the industry it is still extremely different how we approach that client the words we use how we push them through our sales funnel how we encourage them to trust and like us on the platform all of this is approached in a different aspect for each individual client so there really isn't a blueprint for how to navigate the market, figuring out what the market needs based off of your ideal client. But there are ways to look at the economy, look at the world around you to gain clues off of what to expect when you are working with your clients. And a lot of this happens ironically in one-on-one conversations so a lot of people in the coaching world will start off you know like myself by taking one-on-one clients and then expanding to something like a group program and the reason why they do this is because they start to see the patterns that their clients have you know collectively so for example when i'm chatting with one client about a new book that i'm reading and the other client you know later that day that i'm chatting with is having the same conversation with me and we're really enjoying the book right it would be awesome to bring them together and have them be able to speak to one another as well as me so that's kind of what starts to happen in the flow of operations with going from one-on-one to group programs and why it specifically happens is because of patterns And you all know that in marketing, in Meraki Media Management, patterns can either be a negative or a positive. And I mean that in a sense of there's certain patterns that we would like to change and or adjust. And there's also patterns to our marketing that can really support our business overall. And once we change our mindset around them, It can really start to support your time, energy, all of your free time, and really drive your business forward. So most of the time, all of these pieces of information are actually clues, guiding us back towards the aligned path or towards the next aligned step for us, our company, our marketing, our clients, all of the things. So how can you stay more aware about what is going on with your current market and take the feedback that you're getting, maybe not based off of one person's beliefs, but because of the collective of what you're hearing based off of the feedback. So for example, if someone gets on the phone with you, right? I think we've all had these phone calls, whether it be you met the person through networking, you know, maybe they came out of like a different community that doesn't know much about what we do as holistic, you know, highly sensitive entrepreneurs, a lot of people can give criticism, right? And some of that criticism can go over 
really well and that we can take that feedback and utilize it for market research and some really just doesn't align at all with our company with where we're going and you know it can just feel like kind of derailing you from the course rather than helping you and encouraging and you know really great feedback that can continue to expand on when it comes to your marketing so how can you differentiate between a positive a positive type of feedback even though the feedback may be negative but it's going to help you get back to that higher self or the feedback that again is derailing you keeping you in this negative mindset and not helping you push out of maybe one of your own internal patterns And that really comes down to staying connected to your body and feeling into the body, okay, is this feedback meant for me? Is this a belief that I actually can see the pattern of emotion around with my potential clients? Or is this an emotion that the person that I'm potentially on this call with is projecting onto my business? And this type of awareness will continue to help you in every single aspect as a coach. So that way, when you have the awareness, okay, this is not my belief. This is my client's belief. This is my, you know, person that I'm on the phones with, other belief. That is not something that I'm taking on the easier it will be for you to continue to drive the ship, drive your company, drive your business in the best direction possible. Whether you're taking that feedback along with you or you're ditching it, right? You're kind of flushing it down the toilet. You're forgetting about that because maybe it's just not going to benefit you. So a lot of it is really coming down to the way your body feels when the feedback is being stated to you or when you're even processing the call after the fact because I find that sometimes on networking calls like there's so much going on we're having such an in-depth conversation I'm getting a lot of advice right and then you may step back from the call maybe you go for a walk after the call you digest what happened and then you're able to discern okay does this feedback benefit me again or does it not benefit me and then I'm going to flush it down the toilet I'm not even going to think about it because that person that was probably giving me feedback that wasn't resonating or isn't going to benefit my business is simply probably not my ideal client so there's also ways that you can start to discern based off of who this human is that you're talking to right so when you're talking to your ideal client and they're giving you feedback maybe it's even in a client one-on-one maybe this client is already a client of yours a lot of the podcast content that we come up with are based off of conversations that I'm having with my clients, with my colleagues, as I mentioned at the start of this show, or even just someone in my, you know, circle that is talking to me about tech and marketing. And I know that my clients would benefit from hearing it. When you're able to discern between this feedback, if it's going to, you know, like I said, positively impact you and where you're going or not, impact you at all it just has nothing to do with what you do who you sell to who your target market is again then you can discern which bucket to kind of put it in and then you can use that information and sometimes some people you'll get on a call and they'll say well I don't want a group program well no problem then here's our pricing for one-on-one and it's you know one of your highest ticket packages because your knowledge and the information that you've collected from clients 
for years, you know, is very, very important data. Really, if you start to think about the knowledge that you have as data, this also helps me coming from the marketing side. AI is really just data, right? It makes it easier to sell data and collect data. That's something that we as business owners have to be aware of. So really what what you're selling, even though you're selling you and your personality and how you digest, perceive the world and all of your amazing, unique qualities of you, you're also selling the data that you have in your brain, right? And again, that's how you perceive, process, digest information that develop the unique you. So when you start to think about yourself in that aspect, it may start to pivot your mindset based around your cre- that credibility, that confidence, and really thinking about, okay, even if I have, you know, six months of knowledge versus some other type of social media manager, what in that six months have I learned that have helped me step into that higher version of myself, really start to see and embody the ways and areas that I've been able to help my clients grow, develop, expand, and especially from a coaching aspect, you know, that's really what you're starting to see is the changes that your clients are undergoing and how you're able to really help them reach that next level them. And then that, you know, re-encourages all of your credibility, all of your confidence. But again, meeting the market where you're at, where the market is at, is so incredibly important. You have to be in tune with your ideal client. One of the podcasters that I used to listen to long, long time ago, and I still love her. I find her very unique as a human. Her podcast is called Project Me, and her name is Tiffany. And, you know, years ago when I was first looking for podcasts to listen to, I loved her show because she was also speaking to business owners. So obviously I felt into that, you know, industry. But I also liked it because I also work with business owners. So <clears throat> I was able to learn about how she was talking to her ideal clients, how she was perceiving and putting together her podcast episode based around the tips that she's giving or the problems that she seeing consistently in the market so not only was I consuming the information that she was giving me to benefit me as a business owner but I was also starting to learn about my market as a business owner so that was actually the most important information that I got based off of her podcast and that was really what helped me start to create and identify who my person was that I was talking to. So sometimes when you are consuming information, <clears throat> much like the ads that I've shared with you all about before on episodes, like you are a consumer, you know, so you can start to see, okay, that's why, you know, I'm getting this Apple TV ad at this time of day based around this type of ideal client, you know, eventually, which they already have now, but even more so as we expand into AI and product development and certain types of really niche marketing tactics, personalized marketing is a better word for it. 
these big conglomerates will have different, <clears throat> you know, specific commercials that are going to be targeted certain towards a different type of demographic, age group. It's all already happening. It's just a matter of time until we all have to start to do this as business owners as well. So knowing your market is just going to give you a better leg up when it comes to speaking directly to them, helping them overcome their challenges. And what I talked about a lot on this week on my Instagram account, so if you all don't follow me over there, definitely go check us out. It's at Meraki, M-E-R-A-K-I, underscore media, underscore management. I talked a lot about the way that the market is going to ebb and flow. So you will have to know, okay, the business owner is clearly going through scarcity right now because they are so highly fixated on the stock market. Maybe you work with finance, right? Finance types of business owners or accountants or something like that. Someone that is heavily influenced by the stock market may not be investing at a lower bear market versus when a bull market is headed in. Then you know, okay, this is my busy season, right? This is when my client is spending money. So the more you have this pulse on the type of client that you're attracting, the easier it will be for you to connect to, okay, so this is why they're being influenced by what they said on the news earlier today, right? Or what they shared in this um, marketing group. Or even like I said on that podcast episode that Tiffany was listening to. Like why and how are these business owners being influenced and how can I start to get ahead and project what the market will want in months, years, days to come? And again, that can also come down to seeing the patterns of conversation with each of your individual clients or even the collective group. Because what a lot of people don't talk about in marketing, which I love um, that I gained insight from, from my lovely spiritual clients, is that when the collective is feeling something, we are also feeling it individually, you know, that like that's kind of how the energy works, which I know a lot of you believe this as well. So when you start to feel something, like when you're feeling low, sad, maybe you had a bad week or you're tired coming off of the holiday. I'm recording this right after the 4th of July week. So like I've been so tired, you know, I don't try to resist that. I try to adjust my schedule accordingly so that I do still have energy to get on calls and talk with people and find the time in my day. Maybe, you know, I do end up having a little bit of a cup of coffee that day like I did today, which normally I don't drink. <laughs> but so there's certain things, right, where you can settle into that energy, know, okay, I'm going to have a coffee in the morning, I'm going to knock out all my work, and then I'm going to have a two-hour break before my afternoon calls. Like feeling into that energy. And what's so funny is that even though I strategically planned out my day and like I had enough energy to show up for my calls, two or three of my calls got canceled yesterday because those lovely people also had low energy. So whatever you are feeling collectively, which I always say this to my one-on-one -on -one clients, you can trust that your ideal client is also feeling that so that you know, okay, if I have to cancel a meeting or if I have to adjust things every once in a blue moon, you don't have to feel bad about it. You know, and so many of us as highly sensitives, like we think that we're doing something wrong or we think that we've disappointed someone 
when in reality, we're actually just letting them off the hook, right? Like I posted this video the other day that one of my best friends from high school posted. And it was like um, when somebody cancels a call and it was like one of those memes where somebody's like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm so upset. Like we're really all good, right? Most of the time when somebody cancels a call with you, you have other ways that you could utilize that time almost immediately that the call is canceled or somebody doesn't show up, right? And then they let you know later why they weren't able to make it and why they need to reschedule. Like we could waste our energy getting upset about it the same thing happens in business we could waste our energy getting upset about the feedback that we got or we could discern again is this feedback going to help me reach my higher self or is this feedback has absolutely nothing to do with me and this person was just like talking basically to themselves and I was just the mirror of the day like having that awareness will be able to help you waste less time and energy so that you can get back on the horse, drive your business, and continuously make more income for yourself. Because these low-level vibrations that we can fall into, which it's natural, we all have these moments of scarcity, redirection, feedback, drama, whatever it may be happening in your business. But the resilience around being able to hop back in and get back on the horse, like I said, when you are building a business is going to benefit you in a much more productive manner than staying and, you know, having these emotional spirals. And I know because I have done that basically my whole life. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it still doesn't happen But I find now that my resiliency, leaning on my coaches, leaning on my friends, leaning on my family in a difficult or maybe a not comfortable is a better word, not comfortable time in my business is going to allow me to bounce back that much quicker and that much faster so that I can continue to build the empire that I'm building. So I hope that that resonates with you all. And when you talk about meeting your market where you're at, most of the time you just have to concur some market research. You just have to go out. You have to find and have these difficult conversations. Most people, like myself, are willing to give you feedback and you know offer advice based around the market that you may be serving whether i'm that consumer or i work with that type of consumer or you know that type of consumer resides in my family the more you have that again kind of like clarity action around who you're speaking to the easier it will be for you to meet your market where they are some of some of the times again that means financially marketing educational wise there's many ways that you need to meet your market where you're at where they currently are but it's up to you to decipher which market you're going after And again, there's so many other factors that can impact the market. And as being a business owner, we have one of the best pulses on our individual markets, which as again, remember, is majority of the collective market, at least in America, right? Like small business is the backbone of America. If anything, that statement has only become stronger since 2020. So when you start to think about business in that aspect and really think about how business is kind of the backbone of the world, right? It's driving everything. 
then you're able to keep an eye on okay so this market is fluctuating what's happening with this market over here what's happening overseas that's affecting xyz market on trade goods right maybe your clients are product-based clients all of these different areas then you can start to discern okay what parts of the market do i need to be looking at and how can i keep a pulse on the collective And again, you as a small business owner, it will just become intuitive, but discerning who you're speaking to in that very first, you know, year mark is really important. And of course, your client may change, you know, you may evolve. Of course, you evolve as a business owner. So it's fine if your market changes, but meeting your market where you're at is really about defining who your market is first. So love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, If you feel called to and it feels aligned for you, please give us a little review. It means so much to me. And I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.